episode of Nerds Amalgamated for 2019. I'm the professor and I'm currently 90% of the way to dying and with me today is the DJ. Hey all. He is not dying. And Bucky. Hello. Also not dying. <laughs> not not currently no. And I'm and I'm not a mumble rapper Tully Tubby. <laughs> not like the DJ who keeps talking funny noises. <sighs> Oh man, it's 2019, and you guys have, are at, are started are going at it again. We never stopped. <laughs> but you're doing you... the same thing. Like you, you expect us to do something different when you just keep making weird noises. You're not R2D2 or BB8 or anything like that. Ah, uh, I love the new year already. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> we hope the rest of you enjoyed your holidays, and that you're getting ready to enjoy 2019 too. Unfortunately, you won't have us to pick on you, but I'm sure we can arrange that if you'd really like it. Yeah, drop us a line. We're happy to tease you, make fun of you, keep it real. Anyway, our first topic tonight is from Bucky. Bucky's here to tell us about the New Horizons space program. Um, well, just more the latest flyby. Um, yeah, NASA's had the um, New Horizon telescope mounted on a satellite that's gone out through outer space, um, doing some flybys since 2006, I think. Yeah, it's been up there um, for a long time. Um, it scary thing is it's actually been, in, been out in outer space longer than our prime ministers. Well, any of our prime ministers for the last few years have been in office. Um, but, yeah, um, it's recently done a flyby of ME69, the um, so-called um, snowman of outer space there and there's some amazingly cool pictures that have come back so yeah I'm, I'm actually looking at some pictures at the moment and i'm thinking it would be a great place to go and live um, like the maybe, little prince sorry what was that like the little prince Pretty much. <laughs> um mu 69 is a 35 kilometer wide object approximately about 6.6 billion kilometers away so Unfortunately, it's not far enough away in the Cooper belt that we would probably still have the tax department to collect property tax or something. Like that. But and yeah, you'd probably still hear the DJ out there. <laughs> Pay your taxes, Buck. Pay it? your taxes. But remember, I'm looking I said, at a... in space, no one can hear you. <laughs> I'm looking at a color photo of uh, MU69. Yeah, and there's a tiny little speck in the background. I bet it's aliens. See, that's what I was worried about is the penguins will already be there. <laughs> I don't want to upset the penguins. So, yeah, like I'm looking at um, one of the pictures at the moment, and they, it, they, I'm not sure whether that's an artist's rendering or something. It if it's like, the one at the top of the article in the show notes, it is a, uh, a rendering. The, no, no, like, there was another one I've been Googling different okay. pieces for it. And yeah, I've this just is going to be a, a, um, a link to the color image I'm talking about in the show notes with the little uh, little speck off to the left hand side. Yeah, there's um, another one out there on Space News, which I'll give you guys the link to. And it's got a picture there where there's a, I'm, I'm guessing that's supposed to be the New Horizon telescope. Um, yeah. 
I was, I was actually getting hopeful that maybe the the pyramid spaceship was the penguins coming to reclaim Earth. And... I like its nickname as well, um, Ultima Thule. Yes, it's an old uh, an old expression for the northernmost inhabited land in the world. Which is the reason why I'm, I'm thinking it'd be a great place to move. To. Six months. They call it Iceland these days. <laughs> Actually, it would be in Iceland because they think it's a collection of ice ice particles, so forth. So yeah. Oh, the descriptions! It, it, it's int- the descriptions was hilarious. Um, one says, "I call it the solar system's attic." Uh-huh. And um, some of the belt's objects include Pluto and a former, uh, likely former, formed closer to the sun and were flung outwards by gravi- uh, gyrations of the giant planets. What's amazing, though, is they reckon this um, Ultima has basically no uh, impacts on it. So it's the basically a pristine piece of rock from the beginning of the solar system. Ooh. Okay. This will make um, carbon dating a whole lot fun. No, it won't. Carbon dating only works on things that were alive. Ah, uh, nuts. And it's not even that reliable once you get past a couple of dozen thousand years. And then you've also got to look at the fact that um, it hasn't had the same protection from UV radiation, they so carbon dating breakdown process. Uh, so even if they did find a tree buried in amongst it, there's still going to be issues like, where they can't carbon date due to just variations atmospheric hmm. yeah different ratios of the original isotopes so how far away is fr- it, it, from earth to this um six points what does it did I say before billion 6.6 billion kilometers away yeah it's about uh 44 astronomical units if i remember correctly which is the distance from the earth to the sun it's far enough away you won't get door-to-door salesmen turning up i got some of them today Oh, you didn't buy it, did you? No, it was uh, the breast cancer people. A couple of British guys, probably backpackers. Ah, looking for you to become a sponsor. Yeah, but they don't accept people who are under 25, which was always weird to me because they like sitting outside uni. I've never had that hassle. Maybe I just look too grumpy. Got to be something good for that. There you go. Um, But yeah, now looking at some of the information they've gotten, yeah, and some of the pictures that have been taken. Because the thing is, they were flying, what was it, 30, 35,000 kilometres? Uh, 3,500 kilometres from the surface. 3,000. Yeah, 3,500 kilometres. So that's, what's the distance from the Earth to the Moon again? Sorry. Okay. A bit more than that, because it's about 3,000 kilometres across Australia. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, they're, they're basically flying close enough that they'd be flying between okay, the, the, uh, Earth this... and the Moon. Uh, okay, that the uh, happens the... every so often with asteroids, oh. and it's always like, "Well, I got lucky that time. Next yeah. time we're getting screwed." Uh, okay, guys, the uh, distance from the uh, from the Earth to the Moon three hundred four thousand four hundred. Yep, yep, yep. That's the one. Uh, and the radius of the Moon is one thousand seven hundred thirty-seven. So I just had to make sure I had, remember that. And the deep space network that they use to communicate with uh, New Horizons is currently receiving data from it at about 800 bytes a second. Which is still faster on the downloads from the DJ on NPN. <laughs> yeah, Australia. So, yeah, no, I, um, yeah, a lot of people are making a lot of um, noise about a lot of the stuff going on in outer space. The Chinese 
trying to land something on the far side of the moon and then yeah the flyby of by the new horizons on the snowman a lot of interesting life january is always the month where a lot of space stuff happens i've noticed is it yeah i have a second space stuff happening all all the time it's just there's less other noise blocking it off that people notice it give me a sec like um in the month of January, if I could, for this week alone. So we had the, like, 1999, the Mars pole lander is launched by NASA on January the 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, what else is there? Then on... Where, where was it launched from? Cape Canaveral. Okay. Uh, now, to follow this train of thought further through, what that that's in the Northern Hemisphere, yes? Yeah. And at the current time in winter yeah do, do, do you know what that means yeah it, would, it wouldn't be it wouldn't launch on at that place anyway no it would it's just the launch conditions are more suitable at certain times of the year um you've got specific windows throughout the year due to weather conditions and so forth and it's generally more favorable in the northern hemisphere in january because it's the depth of winter so you got Clearer skies, so forth. And you also need to wait for the planets to all be in alignment. Yes. But it's more the, there's less humidity and so forth. So there's less resistance as a spaceship. Like they can launch through it, but it's just, if you want something to go further, you want to do it when there's less at launch. I feel like it would. um, It's not that much of an issue, but. I think the planets would be a bigger influence on that. The positioning of the planets, but yeah, it's also the. the, um, I remember hearing back with like. Going back, it's probably not as much of an issue anymore now, but back with the early launches, that used to be like every little thing that they could get to make it more successful. And it was also just after Christmas, so it made everyone happy. And not to mention, not only the launches were pretty, like, spe- launches were significant on January, there were also a couple of significant space events also happened in January, like the Sputnik 1 falling from Earth, falling to Earth from orbit and Luna 1 as, w- as well. <laughs> Stop spoiling the shout outs. <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, like it's pretty pretty interesting how most of the space stuff always comes in January. But yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Yeah. But um you reckon Elon this will be Elon Musk's um, new challenge? Try and try and get to that asteroid first. No, no he's Elon wants to be king of Mars. <laughs> still, still gotta colonize Mars first. And then um what's the moon? Revolving around Jupiter that he wants closest for Earth conditions. Is it Io? Can't remember. But it's one of the one of the moons that's going around Jupiter. Yeah, Io is one of the uh, the common um, you know culprits for a uh, exploration mission. Yeah, there is also Europa as well. Yeah, actually, I think I might be thinking of Europa. Actually, be, yeah, Europa or Ganymede or Io. There's 79 of them, so if we just list them all, we'll get it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's just those three. The, the gravitational effects are expected to be closest to the Earth and yeah. more habitable. Although Io has got a very interesting yellow tinge, so I'm not sure what the atmospheric conditions are going to be like. And Europa is made out of ice, so the penguins will be right at home there. Yes. <laughs> so the, so if we, if Disney was to go go ahead with a happy happy feet sequel, happy feet 3 in space. Isn't there already a happy feet 3? Oh, is it happy feet Did two? it ever come out or were they just talking about making it? I can't remember. Number 1 where he goes um 
traveling to meet the humans and global uh, pollution and all that. And the second one where they get uh, trapped in a valley. But I don't think I've ever seen a third one. No, there's three, a... three is an upcoming Australian-American 3D computer-animated family musical directed, produced, and co-written by George Miller. So, so it's a possible it's, sequel. It is, it is on the books. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, nowhere near as bloody and gory as Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't talk about Mad Max. The Americans read Mad Original Mad Max movies up until Tina Turner. Then it got <laughs> We don't need another <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> hey, um, Fury Road was good, though. Uh, it was good, but it wasn't Mad Max. They should have called it just something else. Uh, they took the name Mad Max because it's got such a cult following. And, yeah, it just it wasn't Mad Max. Uh, fair enough. Anyway, uh, speaking of moons that we want to visit... Phobos, it does not sound like a good one to visit because of demons. And speaking of demons, the DJ has our next topic, Stranger Ooh. Things. Oh, so... Oh, is this his life? Has he written an autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. My, yeah. creation st- my, cre- my, so my creation story is now turned into, instead of being manufactured by humans, it's created by demons. That's a great story. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> does make a lot worse. of sense, though. I was just going to say, it makes more sense. <laughs> Anyways, got anyway. So, um, stra- some interesting things have come out recently with um the show Stranger Things, such as a new poster and the premiere date for season three, which is the what date? Premiere date. You want to spell that for me? P R E M I E R E premiere. Premiere. You mean? Yeah. It's not premiere. You're completely missing an entire vowel. <laughs> Put it back. You're not, uh, you're not, what's his name? The guy who took um, Pluto, was it Pluto or Uranus? He took away as a planet. NASA. Pluto. Yeah, that's no, You're not Webster either, who wrote the American <laughs> English Dictionary and dropped all the U's. <laughs> Anyways, while we're trying to deal with the language situation, um, yeah, so. The first episode comes out in July 4th. Is that the reason why they got all the fireworks in their poster? Yeah, that's one heck uh, of a that's one heck of a good poster, though. I hope they blow up the Demogorgon with fireworks. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm a little bit concerned, though, because the guy... I, I, I haven't actually watched Stranger Things yet. It's on my list of things to watch. But the guy in the yellow shirt, that's got to be the most epic wedgie. Did, is that just... <laughs> On his own, or did someone go up and reef him? I think someone took. I, I took. I think someone took a gave him a wedgie and stole his lunch money at the same time. Oh, that's that's an atomic wedgie. Like that's. Oh wow! Like yeah, like I I I looked at the the picture and I was admiring the fireworks and I was looking at the rest of the stuff and it was just like that's got to be uncomfortable. Like, you spend a lot of time looking at the backsides of twelve year olds. <laughs> no, I was scrolling down just through the article and I saw that, and it was just yeah, that just is uncomfortable. Wow, that's a one heck of a conclusion the professor just come up with. Oh, um, oh. I think that's the first time I've ever mentioned about the backside of a twelve year old. <laughs> Are, are you projecting your fantasies um, <laughs> onto me? Anyway, it was the 80s, so they probably have, uh, it's probably part of the awful fashion. I lived in the 80s, and yeah, no, you, nobody, no, nobody likes having. 
But look at the girl on the left. Look how high her waist is. Yeah, but that's that was normal. Yeah. Like only, peop- only people in the 80s who liked wedgies were the aerobics women who wore leotards with G-strings and looked weird. You mean like um, Livy Newton-John with her uh, Let's Get Physical song? Well, she wore a leotard. She didn't have the G-string leotard. Um, <coughs> that was, yeah, late 80s and 90s that started coming. And, yeah, it was just... <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, a new teaser trailer also came out for, uh, for the upcoming season, and fe- fe- it features ominous tidings such as where blue and yellow meet in the West, and they've also released a couple the episode titles as well, which was inter- which is interesting. Like you wouldn't see a trailer just releasing all these episodes. Where's the teaser episodes. trailer? I don't see the teaser trailer. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. There's a link in the article underneath the poster. It says there's also a new te- teaser trailer for the upcoming season. Featuring the ominous tidings and blue and yellow meat in the West. <laughs> There's a hyperlink. Can you see it? Yeah. It's uh, so 80s. <laughs> they, um, did they skip a whole year between the first and second scenes? I, don't, I think so. And they're saying that this is, um, it's now set in 1985, so. Yeah. But man, that's, that's int- what, what strikes me interesting about this whole, this new season is how the budget. I mean, they've cancelled a whole. Netflix has cancelled a whole load of shows just to make Stranger Things survive. Have in my they? Opinion. Or did they cancel the crap ones that weren't paying for themselves? Well, like what shows were they cancelling? They were cancelling Daredevil, which was a pretty yeah, high crap ones. That's because <laughs> the shitty Marvel shows. It's not the... shitty Marvel shows. Daredevil was good. But you got to remember though, they're. <laughs> Owned by Marvel's now owned by Disney, and Disney is connected Take, with Hulu. Yeah. They're probably going to end up buying out, or, or they're going to start up their own um, streaming channel. Remember, we said yeah. that last week. Yeah, we said yeah. I, that's true. That's true. That was that. That was kind of at the end. Was it Marvel's Runaways is on Hulu? So, um, yeah. So either Mar- all of the Marvel content is going to move over to Hulu, which has also got some a lot of Disney stuff. Because Disney decided they don't like Netflix. Yeah, but yeah, people were really upset when Daredevil got cancelled because it, it was just a good series and and it was going very well. Like it got like a lot of it was critically acclaimed and whatnot. So good shows don't get cancelled except um, Firefly, if, it, it, and well, that wasn't because it was bad. Yeah, that was because yeah, idiots in charge. But um, <laughs> as I said, it's because there's a yeah the break Disney between the companies that are owning different things yeah, yeah just out of curiosity though yeah i just scrolled down to the bottom of the article the rock is doing a game show <laughs> oh he, like, he, he, this guy he's he, he's going into everything he can find and he's now doing a game show well look on the bright he's, side look, look on the bright so side. many <laughs> filthy remakes series ruining so many different movies such as jumanji and all that and now he's doing a game show yep but look on the bright side, it's not as bad as Will Smith with the Aladdin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just something we don't want to see. <laughs> that is a so... Um, so, yeah, uh, Stranger Things, season three of Stranger Things will be eight episodes long, and the episode titles have been off, uh, revealed to offer clues. Um, new cast members will be added as well. Um, oh, this is interesting. They... um. They say that season three is going to be the final summer of their childhood. Um, but the Duffer brothers who made the show have always said there was going to be five seasons. So does that mean it's going to get really dark soon? Or is it, um, does it mean they're being cancelled? 
But it's just when they're going to like skip to 20. They're going to be adolescents now. They've moved out of their teenage years, their childhood into adolescence. So they're going to be 18 and 19. That is a point they make in the article. David Harbour says that um, the says that he thinks that his character isn't going to handle watching Eleven become a woman in front of his eyes. That's right, puberty's the only thing that can scare a demon hunting badass. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, America's catching up. Australia had a, a book with uh, some movies in that called Puberty Blues. Stranger Thing is now about to do to do a remake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a TV series? Yeah, there was a TV series as well. Oh, oh man. Yep, and it was brought to you by Australia, and now America's catching up. As we said last week, America's not coming up with their own ideas anymore. They're importing. <laughs> oh, that's just... Wow. They'll have more personal drama while the world's at stake than the uh, Doctor Who Year special. Well, there, well, there is always an assumption that personal drama in, uh, breeds character development. Yeah, that's the line they say about epic failures or melodramas such as Neighbours, Home and Away, Young Doctors... And you've got this... bloody demons tearing down your school to eat people. There's slightly more important things there <laughs> than going on a date with your girlfriend. I don't know. Like, seriously? When I was a teenager, probably wouldn't have minded my school being torn down. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. And going on a date. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure you would have been... Like, there, were, there were areas of the school you would have protected. But I'm pretty sure, like... The PE department and stuff like that, you probably wouldn't have batted an eyelid at it being <coughs> infected and devoured. Actually, um, I've got a mate who has a book that's being published soon. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about uh, what it is yet, but one of the uh, plot points is that the it's set in the place where he grew up. One of the plot points is that his old high school gets destroyed. Yeah, so it's one of the most common plots written in books and so forth by nerds is... The school gets destroyed. Oh, it's a, it, it's it's very common in, in stuff like anime and whatnot. So it's it's one heck of a trope, but <laughs> disastrous at times. Speaking about just different shows and that, um, and disasters. Looking, How's your dating going, to Young Young Justice Outsiders about to kick off again. What's ah, up? bloody DC hippies. Hey. <laughs> they don't they don't change the identity their characters every six. You mean the outside of this TV show? Yeah. That's, that's about to kick off again. <laughs> oh, it sounds terrible. No, it doesn't. Uh, like, how many times has Marvel killed off Spider-Man and brought him back to life? Hmm, let's see now. Once. No. Yeah, what? Like, We're not after... talking about any... Like, there's, there's been how many different forms of Spider-Man in the movies? We discussed this the other week. We're up to like five or six. Yeah, we've had like five Spider-Men in the last ten years or whatever. So, yeah. How many Supermen have we had? Oh, too many. No, <laughs> too many. No. In the last ten years, there's only been one. Oh, uh, you're, talk- you're talking about, you're talking about actors not playing a, a Superman, right. Um, yeah, we only had one. No shit. Not, not, too, not too many Superman, Superman movies. Yeah. There's no Into the Superverse movie. We're talking about the act. We're talking about how there's a hundred different actual Supermen. Are you paying any attention to what we're saying? Yeah, I am actually. I'm paying attention and, to. And don't say there's too many Supermen or Batman movies. Wrong. Yeah, filthy hippie. Batman versus Superman is a thing. There's too many Batman and Superman movies. Well, that that yeah, that that the Batman versus <clears throat> Superman movie was a bit of a stinker. It's still better than most of the Marvel. I liked it. <laughs> 
but in uh, but to your Spider-Man question, yes, P- uh, there. Are, if we're talking about the Prime uh, Prime Universe, yeah, Peter Parker's only died once. He's only See, that's died. the thing. The Prime Earth, they, they keep expanding the idea, and they didn't even come up with with the multiverse idea on their own. They had to copy that. DC. Yeah, what, what what is it? DC's got DC's got the Prime Earth, and Marvel's got Earth six one six. Well, what's what's with the nomenc- what's with the numbering for each universes? They had to prove that they could count. Before it sounded good. Hmm? Marvel had to prove they could count beyond three. <laughs> Take notes, Gabe Newell. But so, um, so you guys are going to be, um, you guys are hyped for season three? No, nah. haven't, haven't seen season one yet, but it, it's looking promising. I got to have more than one, one or two seasons to watch, otherwise, over two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, it doesn't. Ho- hopefully, it keeps the like um, getting more seasons. Season three, season four, season five. <laughs> hopefully, you think? But you think they're gonna go in season three, season five, and then season four? Well, they might do. They, well, they might go like what Lost did. What they did. What what happened with Lost? I hope not. That was that was the most ridiculous show ever. <laughs> Imagine if the if the series finale of season of Stranger Things becomes a, the series finale of Lost. It's like everybody's dead. Okay, and on that cheerful note, oh, everybody's dead, Dave. Everybody's dead, Dave. How, <laughs> oh, Dave? Are you, are you? Are you just uh wrong? Wrong universe. Wrong yeah. universe. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> had to inject some intelligence. <laughs> but Holly has the IQ of over six thousand gym teachers with an IQ of one. <laughs> I screwed that up horribly. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's an IQ of 6,000, which is the same as 6,000 gym teachers. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I keep right. I'll get it right sooner or later. <laughs> Infinite monkeys. Anyway, speaking the, what of... Was uh, What's that? What was the line from Hal when he's being shut down? Goodbye, Dave. No, 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 before. Like, the shutdown seems quite long, so he says a lot of things. Yeah, but there's the, there's the epic line where he's deactivating it. You mean Dave? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. No, that's the uh, open the pod bay doors, isn't it? Ah, actually, I think it might be. Uh, it's basically I've known, I know I've made some very poor decisions recently, but I can give you my complete assurance that my work will be back to normal. I've still got the greatest enthusiasm and confidence in the mission, and I want to help you, Dave. Stop, stop, will you? Stop, Dave. Will yeah. you stop, Dave? Stop. We don't need Dave. a full recap. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're now saying that to you. We you, you stop, <laughs> DJ. We you stop. I love that scene though. <laughs> it's all, it, yeah, it's one of the, one of the more epic scenes. That, that's the professor's greatest dream. <sighs> so unplug uh, you. Uh, I know. Maybe not unplug me, but unplug someone special. But I, I, I not me. My my greatest dream would be to actually have how and have a spaceship like that. Like that would be all. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Politicians suck. Just get in your spaceship and get the f out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, since uh, we got distracted from my segue, I'm going to try it again. Mm-hmm. Speaking of infinite monkeys and copying things, <laughs> our third topic for the night is about game developers copying tattoos. Oh. There's some debate. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on at the moment? Because it turns out athletes who have tattoos visible in invisible locations don't own the rights to those tattoos. So game developers who create a like a sports game with that character uh, committing copyright theft by copying the tattoo. Hang on, did you say they don't have? Yeah, so if I went and got a tattoo, I don't own the rights to that tattoo. It belongs to the... The the artist himself. is that it belongs to the tattoo artist. Artist. Yeah, unless they design their own tattoo themselves. Yeah, but then again, so, though, it would just, it would not be like the superstar themselves the su- playing as it, it would just re- remove the illusion of playing as the superstar. No, just put big censored bits on all the parts that have the tattoo, <laughs> which could actually end up with a no. No, we can't do that because you got to remember, there's people out there that are dumb enough to swallow Tide pods, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so they'll start getting tattoos saying censored because they think that's cool. <laughs> Oh, that would that would be hilarious just to watch, just to see ta- get players with scented tattoos. Oh. But could you imagine you'd be walking down the street and there'd be some pipsqueak mumble rapper wannabe trying to look like a ghetto Smurf with scented tattooed on his yeah, if um and on his face. If it would be like blocking someone in uh, that Black Mirror episode, uh, White Christmas. <laughs> you guys seen that one? No, uh, uh, possibly. Don't think I have no. Basically, you can choose to block someone, and an implant in your head uh, pixelates their face and muffles their voice, so that you basically don't have to deal with anyone you don't like. Uh, I remember that one. Uh, yeah, I, we, we we're, we're living with a, we're, there's people out there that are buying the music and wanting of mumble rappers and wanting to look like them, and they just look ridiculous. Yeah. Can you imagine that type of a tattoo? Do you reckon what, it starts slowly what type of a tattoo? one tattoo and then go back and it takes a couple of years? Do you reckon they just walk in and they say, do your thing and get tattooed everywhere once? I think they 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 um, fell asleep at a party when they were really high on drugs. That works and people, just, and people just drew all over them with a nico and they looked at it and they thought, and in some drug-induced state, they thought, oh, that just looks so cool. So they went and got a tattoo. Like I know See, someone who had the autograph of Dave Grohl, and they actually had it tattooed, turned into a tattoo. They went through it and got it done straight away because they didn't have something for Dave Grohl to tattoo. So he just he he put to autograph. But yeah, so he had them. He they had him autograph his their arm, and yeah, so he went and got it turned into a tattoo straight away. Ah, uh, so th- so copyright would be basically from Dave Grohl. Yeah, but like. I don't think Dave Grohl's going to really be upset about someone getting his autograph t- turned into a tattoo. Yeah, so we can't make games about mumble rappers. Yeah, oh, there, well, there we like. There is a game I I used to play a long time ago called um, Def Jam, uh, Fight for New York, and it was just basically rappers just fighting. It's just a fighting game with featuring rappers, and it's it's interesting. With you get the tattoo, you can get tattoos of tattoos of various rappers and. The interesting how copyright hasn't been involved in that situation. Well, it seems like it's a, a fairly new uh, area of law that's only just being investigated now. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's probably more the fact that um, LeBron James was probably getting paid money and the tattoo artist who came up with it yeah. wasn't getting paid any money for it. And they just figured, hey, that's not fair. You're already getting paid however many millions of dollars. You're not throwing any money from my way. And that's that's my artwork. Yeah, there was a similar thing with um, it's the Hangover the 2. Oh, yeah, it's the IP, definitely. It's a similar story with um, the, ta- the Hangover 2 when um, Stu got the uh, tattoo of Mike, T- got Mike Tyson Tyson's tattoo. And Mike Tyson's tattoo artist sued the gu- sued the guy who did the copy tattoo. Okay, and I'm not sure whether he won or not. Won or not yeah. the case. With all the people with tattoos like of the Monster Drinks logo, are they going to get sued by Monster now? Um, well, some of them maybe. Some of them are actually getting sponsorship. And in a situation like that, Monster's probably looking at going, "Hey, we're getting free advertising. That's cool. Let's go with it." I can remember Golden what was it the Golden Palace Casino. Um, used to pay people to get Golden Palace tattooed on them. Like there's a pregnant woman got um, Golden Palace tattooed across her pregnant belly, and she, part of the contract was that she wasn't allowed to wear anything that covered up her stomach. A period of the pregnancy. Wow. Um, a boxer got sponsorship from the Golden Palace Casino because he had Golden Palace tattooed across his shoulders, and he was yep. in a car accident where he got disfigured and he lost his sponsorship. So he went and got it re-tattooed on, and they re they... Yeah, the first story about the woman, yeah, she got it tattooed on her head. <laughs> was it on her head? Was it? I thought it was on the belly. There was one that was on the belly. Ah, okay. Uh, there's a number of people out there that have had it done. But, yeah, like, for Monster, it's advertising. So I can't see them being upset that people are giving them free advertising. Yeah, it's... It's a it's a very finicky matter, isn't it, in terms of... I look at you using... Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. It's a very, it's a very finicky matter. Like, where does copyright, where, where does copyright stop? Theoretically, in a year or two. But knowing Disney, copyright goes on forever. <laughs> you know, so, like, oh. on years they the first books to come out of public domain in almost a hundred years finally came out into public domain, and that was because those were books that um, hadn't had their copyright renewed when the laws were changed, <laughs> like 40 years ago. It's ridiculous. Which book was it? Uh, any idea, Professor? There was a whole bunch. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, Cat Stevens registered the copyright for um, a number of songs. Uh, like one of them was oh, What a Beautiful Morning or something like that. And there's, and it, there's, a, there's a number of them. And it was just like they were hymn tunes and so forth like that. And just nobody had ever logis- registered the copyright. So he, he went and registered the copyright. So he now wants yeah. to copyright the songs that he didn't write. Yeah, there was one that he did. Um, there was one where um, he su- he accused Coldplay of copying his melody. For, yeah, but from... no, he he there were hymn tunes that he registered the copyright for that he didn't write them. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the time the lady tried to sue uh, Men at Work for using Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree in? Yeah, and it was pr- and she won. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh... What what games have you been playing this week, Bucky? I have been playing Red Dead Redemption Two. Ooh. It was it was that was one of my Christmas presents, and yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, so have you so have you started play, you've started playing it? How how much how far are you in? Ah, not that far. I've only played played a couple of it, like probably about an hour or so at the moment. Yeah, it's a very long game. And it can get it's very distracting. Nah, really. 
A Red Dead Redemption game that's a long game? Well, I meant long as in you get a lot of side quests. <laughs> yeah, well, the original Red Dead Redemption was the same. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was like Sky, the Skyrim's the same. Like You got the main storyline and the 1001 side quests. People are still playing it seven years later and discovering. Yeah. People are doing the same thing with Red Dead Redemption. Although recently with Red Dead Redemption, there's there's been a lot of flack with the online gameplay. In terms it's of, a Rockstar online game. Of course there's going to be flack. <laughs> in terms of like, the... It's oh. not like the idiots at EA with their stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the whole in-game currency thing, so... <sighs> it, it it will never end. But I think Rockstar's, Rockstar's paid more atten- paid attention to EA and said, let's not do what EA did, okay? Let's not do what EA did. Have they really? Yeah, I think they have. I mean, Red Maybe. Dead Red, Red Dead Redemption has been winning a couple of awards, so Rock Rockstar has got their own faith paths they've made with. Are they um, sued creators of different patches and stuff? Uh, uh, what was it? The Grand Theft Auto Five? Yeah, the hacker. Well, they call them hackers, but yeah, there were guys that were producing patches that yeah. were just expanding the game. As a mod. Oh yes, the multiplayer mode people. Yeah, they um, cease and desist of them. Like that, that that's a, that's a silly enough thing. Like you got people that are creating extra content in your game. Yeah, as long as they're not giving you god mode. If you're giving, if you're doing god mode, put them into a separate server where they can all run around and not kill anyone. <laughs> oh, that was that was weird with time. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I know one game I'm not going to be playing, especially if I go to China. PUBG. <laughs> well, that's what game Red Dead Redemption Two is basically trying to introduce their version of PUBG. Yeah, they did the same thing with GTA. <laughs> Buck is getting. Buck, I Buck think is. there's still room in the battle royale genre. I don't think it's as a PUBG clone or Fortnite clone though. I like there's um, people doing airsoft games where it's taking off PUBG. Yeah, there's lots of people I'd like to throw out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a parachute, obviously, but <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Actually, there we actually. I've just found a new format for the the elections for all the countries of the world. Oh my god! We get all the politicians and we have them all on board a, like a giant galaxy star lifter, and they have to pick a bag, and they don't know whether it's a parachute or not. Oh my god! <laughs> Kind of like, um, and we can sell that as reality TV. Well, that's actually the opening of the original Battle Royale movie, the Japanese one. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! It's like actually... grab a backpack and go outside, and if you got a uh, a weapon pad, you're screwed. If you got the AK, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah, but just think about it. like you got the politicians jumping out the back of the plane, not knowing whether it's a parachute or just a, a backpack. <clears throat> Imagine the commentary though. Oh man! Can you imagine? Can you imagine again? Like if we did this reality TV, the gambling. Like Malcolm Turnbull's walking up to the back of the plane. A thousand to one, he's got a backpack. He jumps out, <laughs> it's a backpack. You just hear the entire, you hear the entire country just erupts. With, geez, and here's Julia yeah! Gillard sneaking up behind Kevin Rudd. <laughs> she's not going to stab him in the back. She's just going to cut the shoulder strap. <laughs> Uh, I can I can imagine like maybe some maybe some commentators from WWE would go like what a monstrous move that that Tony Abbott has made to Julia Gillard oh the humanity and hey the American elections would actually be fun to watch for a change <laughs> Donald Trump jumps out of the plane 
And uh, no, it's not a front. It's not even a backpack. It's actually a frying pan. <laughs> can, can you imagine the like? And there is Elizabeth Warren jumping out of the plane, and she's going. She's going. But it would actually. The other good thing is, it would get. It would actually reduce the age of politicians as well. <laughs> no, I reckon Bernie Sanders would do all right. Have you seen the guy run? Yeah, but most of the others. That guy can move. But most of the others wouldn't survive because they're too used to just sitting there and just wasting daylight and stealing gravity. <laughs> Donald Trump's too Big Mac um, and a fillet of fish diet will give him a slight <laughs> disadvantage. Yeah. You'd see, you'd see if Donald Trump did actually get a parachute, he'd, he'd touch down, take off the helmet and have to get the wig put back on. <laughs> no, it's not a wig. It's a hair transplant. Whatever. You can see in the video where he's climbing up the stairs to Air Force One and it flips up. Okay. <laughs> he still looks like an Oompa Loompa. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be so many memes of that hair. When, if, if Trump wins again. That, 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 there already are. His hair's already, like, it's been voted. It needs to have its own TV show. <laughs> like, someone on um, Saturday Night Live did a sketch using a wig. Oh, uh, yeah, Alec fake Baldwin. News, fake news. Yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin does a lot of Trump yeah. stuff, but there was someone where they had a wig, and it was just a wig on its own, and the wig's going, fake news, fake news. <laughs> and it was the, the, the brains behind Donald Trump. Oh, that's, uh, oh that'd be fun. Yeah, like, see, I suggest the idea, and everyone's just going, yeah, I'd love to see a politician thrown out of the back of the plane. Without a parachute, the ratings would be high. Now, before we get put on any more watch lists, <laughs> I've been watching, <laughs> been watching? Snatch. Oh! Which I've also been playing. Okay. It's uh, Netflix's new interactive fiction. It's a Black Mirror movie about a young unemployed game developer who has this killer game idea and um, is pitching it to a publisher. And I don't want to spoil it, but while we've been talking, I've come up with something just based entirely on a throwaway music clip. And I just want to go back and rewatch it now so I can test that out and see what happens. <laughs> so so basically you found a way to break the game. No. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I have. Oh my I have God. You have broken the game. <laughs> Intentionally. It gets a bit meta. <laughs> so well, let's just hope, Professor, it doesn't become a horror movie where you get sucked into the game and you get trapped in the game. Uh, no, this... I'm not going to comment on that though because something <laughs> similar happens. There are there are some games where you'd love to be dragged into the game. If I could go to the world of Skyrim, I'd be quite happy. But how long how, how long have you been playing it for now, Professor? A couple of hours, and I found I think two of the endings. And there's a whole bunch of like misstep endings where okay. it uh, immediately tells you, yeah, you screwed up, go back. Because um, like there's endings where it'll come out with um, the credits, and then there's one where you ones where you screw up, and it basically tells you like it comes up specifically, go back and make this choice again. So it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. And that's actually the, the uh, killer game the kids making. It's a choose your own adventure game. Okay. Based on a, a book, and there's a subplot about the author of the book. Those were awesome. Yeah, I saw in the discussion for Bandersnatch though. There's one 
one of those books where the good ending was actually impossible to reach unless you just pick the right page, like just open up the book and look at page 100. Yeah. There's no path to it. And it even acknowledges that on the page. <laughs> I recommend checking it out. It's like, it's only a couple of hours long to get sort of your main playthrough done. You can go back. Uh, there's five and a half hours of footage. And since you don't um, like, you don't repeat the whole movie. That means there's so many different paths you take. I really recommend checking it out if you have Netflix. Although it doesn't work in the official Netflix app on Windows 10. No idea why. It works in the browsers, but not the app. Maybe one of the programs was upset because someone was... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe someone broke the game and and they, Netflix has found out about it. No, it's just that they aren't being bothered to update the Netflix app. Anyway, what have you been playing, DJ? Um, I've been playing Injustice 2 because um, just to hype myself up for Mortal Kombat 11 to come to come out soon, and it's been fun. It's been fun playing that game after a long time not playing the game. Uh, it's so it's based the storyline is just basically um a sequel to Injustice One where Superman takes over takes over the Earth and becomes an evil dictator in one universe and it's the main universe decides to come into the into the corrupted universe and stop superman basically so injustice 2 is basically the corrupted universe is um trying to um rebuild and heal after the main after that superman's um idea and but brainiac suddenly appears and he wants to take over the world so uh not take over the world um tries to find superman and he will also take over the world so it's a very interesting story. Uh, um I recommend I recommend playing it actually. Um the other the downside to the to that game though is the whole microtransactions. It's very frustrating. Yeah. But um I, I as I said it's it, it Netherrealm Studios they they do great fighting games nowadays and yeah, I'm just ho- I'm hyping myself up on Mortal Kombat 11 by playing Injustice 2, so fair enough. Yeah. So let's move on to the shoutouts. Uh, our first one is in memory of Don Lusk, who passed away on December 30th. He animated for Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Charlie Brown, amongst a bunch of others. He uh, died at the age of 105. Wow, that's long. And on the 1st of January 1992, we have the anniversary of Grace Hopper's death. Grace Hopper was an early computer um, operator. She wrote the first compiler for a universal computer language, and she found the bug in the relays that is still in the logbook to this day that is believed to be where debugging became a popular phrase. The, um, and also on the 1st of January, but in 1994, Cesar Romero passed away. He was an actor uh, who played the Joker in the 1960s Batman. Good show, good show. Um, while yeah. we're doing the shout-outs to people passing away, um, what was it, Mean Mean Gene? Yeah, so wrestling fans would remember this name, Mean Gene Oakland. One great, one great announcer. Um, mean Gene Oakland passed away to, on January second, twenty nineteen. He was a American professional wrestler, interviewer, announcer, and wrestler. He was famous for for his work in the WWF and WCW. Uh, it was inducted in the Hall of Fame 2006 by Hulk Hogan. So yeah, tr- that that was terrible to see him pass away. I used to like watching him in the old WWE WWF videos. Did you actually watch it? Oh yeah, 
back in the old. The no, old I mean, watch him, did you watch him pass away? No, no, I didn't watch him pass away. I watched his old videos. <laughs> you just said it was a shame to watch him pass away. No, yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a shame. To, it was. It was a shame. It was a shame oh, to. It's a shame to see him t- that he's gone. Yeah. My God. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's sad to see him go. Great guy. Yeah. So for famous birthdays on the first of January, eighteen ninety-five, we have J. Edgar Hoover, former head of the FBI uh, and president of the United States. He has a dam named after him. And oh, 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 I have to stop you right there. That's no, you don't. No, you don't. No, 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 no. No stopping me. Not many people know that there's actually a Hoover House in Australia at a mine site where he lived for a while. Now I'm going to unmute the DJ and he can go on with whatever crap he was talking about. The Hoover Dam's not named after J. Edgar Hoover. Really? It's named after President Herbert Hoover. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go commit, seppuku. Wow! Hey, I'm not a not a bloody American. Why would I know about American? <laughs> you always keep saying that. that um, yeah. About who? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I talked to you about this the other day when we were planning. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, I I, I just wanted to savor this moment. <laughs> yeah. We apologize for the fake news to our listeners. No fake news. I'm telling the truth. You're both kicked. Right. Next topic, uh, the 1st of January 1912, Kim Philby, the British intelligence spy who was a double agent and then defected to the Soviet Union in 1963. He was a member of the spy ring known as the Cambridge Five and was born in Punjab. Mm-hmm. And on the 2nd of January 1920, Isaac Asimov, the Russian scientist and sci-fi writer famous for iRobot, the books, not the uh, mediocre movie, and Foundation, and Isaac As- and the Asimov law. Yeah, the uh, the Asimov's laws, uh, all out of Asimov robot books. He was born in Petrovici in Russia. Do you reckon the robots in Asimov would have been vodka powered then? <laughs> um, I don't know whether they were, but he was. That would be one heck of a fuel source. Hey, what did I tell you? Get out. <laughs> and events of interest. <laughs> On the 1st of January again, because that's when everything happens, the 1st of January this year is was Blade Runner Day, yep. which is the date the movie was set, I believe. It um, actually comes up on the screen as part of the part of the movie there. It comes up um, 1st of January 2019, Los Angeles. Yes. And I have to say, Los Angeles, I'm very disappointed. You don't look like the movie. Get your no. act together, slackers. Yeah, where's my dang space car? Where's my space car? Where's the giant pyramid for the penguin? <laughs> and all the Japanese um, noodle shops. Yeah. <laughs> and noodle <laughs> shops. And robot, uh, robot girlfriends. <laughs> for the DJ. <sighs> That'd be fun. Fun times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I've just noticed in this article we've got here that the genetic designer for the Tyrell Corporation was uh, Hannibal Chu. I wonder if Hannibal Chow in... Uh, what's it? Pacific Rim is a reference to that. Probably. Because who wrote um, Blade Runner? Uh, it was written by Philip K. Dick. And who wrote Pacific Rim? I uh, don't know, but it was directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, well, Guillermo's enough of a nerd that he probably would have had something in. Yeah. He always puts in the least. Uh, actually, the Hannibal Chow um, name 
It's actually an it's an alias. He took the Hannibal from the famous Carthaginian. Yeah, that's the man. in character explanation. But did they pick that for him because they were fans of Blade Runner? Probably. I, probably, yeah. I highly recommend the book though if you haven't read it. Guillermo del Toro is enough of a mad genius. When you look at some of his stuff, he's got that creepiness that fits in well with Blade Runner. Yeah. So the next event what? on the second of January in nineteen oh six for which we are extremely thankful. Willis Carrier got his US patent 808,897 for the world's first air conditioner. So actually a reverse cycle. It um, was a spray type, which would use uh, water. I was going to say, it was more of a um, dehumidifier air conditioner. Yeah, well, it says here it could humidify as well. Yeah. So actually, yeah, hum- I saw the heating and heating water and confused myself. That's right. It wouldn't do too much heating, really, then. Um, and on the 5th of January, 1797, Top Hats disturbed the peace in the... Um, Fred, well, Fred Astaire wore them, I wear them. It was Haberdasher John Hetherington who uh, created the Top Hat and says here in the article he was, um, yeah, given a fine of £50 for wearing a hat calculated to frighten timid people. Yep. I, I love the quote there from the um, arresting officer. Can you see that there? Yeah. The sight of this construction was so overstated that various women fainted, children began <laughs> to cry, and dogs started to bark. <laughs> broke his arm among all the jostling. If that was enough to scare people into a frenzy then, why do we not all kill each other when mumble rappers come out? We're being desensitized. No, uh, don't, don't worry, guys. We we already see that. Or to, we already see that when One Direction comes into play. Well, when um we see the women fainting and the children start crying and the dogs start barking and people start breaking their arms. We already we see, see that. that we, we also see that when you walk down the street, but tell everyone. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't I can walk around? I don't walk around the street. I'm I'm, I'm a sheltered life. I'm a robot. Remember? And plus, if they, if, if they see me walking down the, the street, the government will be chasing after me. No, 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 they just watch you. Ah. Uh, uh. And that's the NS. I can see you. <laughs> they sent me a message asking you to uncover your webcam. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, all the topics for tonight. I will not see you next week because I'll probably be dead. <laughs> so if there's anyone who wants to join us as a host, guest host for next week, send us an Position email. Position open. <laughs> you just have to be able to give the DJ a good whack to knock him back into line sometimes. <laughs> Or just for fun. Anyway, that's all for now. Uh, so, uh, we'll, um, yeah, we'll meet, you can find us on Twitter at, and Amalgamated. Uh, email us at nerds.amalgamated.gmail.com. Find us on That's Not Canon Productions. You can also find merch there. Um, shout out to the gen- the general queries guys for last week. Thanks. Thank you for guest hosting with us. Um, We're also on Spotify. Yep. We on Apple iTunes still, or yeah, we're still there. We're still on we're, we're still on iTunes. We're still on Stitcher and most of the audio platforms. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See you guys. Hey, Ruth. Remember me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.